Welcome to episode lucky number 13 of the Off the Waitlist podcast. Today we get to talk to Brittany Love. Uh, you get to find her everywhere. She literally does everything. She soaks up everything. Uh, just a great ball of energy. Definitely one of our more requested interviews. So really, really excited to get this out today. Uh, throughout the interview, there's like a little clicking noise in the first like 15, 20 minutes. So bear with us um, on that one. Uh, I, fi- I was trying to figure out what was making that noise. Um, so about like 15, 20 minutes in, that goes away. So bear with me on that. That was my bad. But other than that, please enjoy Brittany Love. Without further ado, let's get it going. Hello. Hey, hey, what What's, is going on? How much? I was just about to ask you the same. You know, just it's Thursday. Um, just finished off the morning clients and um, did a quick uh, charity drop off. So now I'm. it's time for me to train. So I'm yeah. getting, so it's my turn to do the thing. There you go. <laughs> what are you training today? You know, I'm just going to do some cardio and core. Love it. Love yeah. it. Uh, thanks for doing this, by the way. I'm trying to think if we've ever crossed paths. Uh, there has I'm to sure be. We have. I'm I know. Sure we have. There yeah. has to be an event at some point where we cross paths. But if not, so happy to meet you. Yes, it's a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, thanks for thanks for hopping on and just, you know, re- re- responding to some stranger being like, hey, you want to be, be on a podcast? <laughs> right. Well, actually, I I was at, um, I know we, we had connected and um, uh, in the, like a few months ago, like a month or two ago, yeah. um, and we just couldn't find a good day to connect. Uh, and Allie was in town this weekend and she was, did a guest appearance at Cycle Bar, which was kind of like her return, a return ride. And Alicia was there and Alicia was like, oh my God, you should go on Moses' podcast. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to him right now. And that's what I did. Oh, that's like, so great. Yeah. Yeah. So she was the reminder. So I, I, you know how we usually say, oh, I'm going to do that later. I was like, you know what? I always say that, but I'm going to do that right now. Where's my phone? So oh my that's gosh. why I reached out to you. Love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time. Really, really appreciate it. You know, anything, Absolutely. anything to put off conditioning and cardio. And... <laughs> I need to get it done though. Just, just, I need to just, get it done. <laughs> just a little longer. Um, dope. Uh, really excited to get to know you, to get to chat to you uh, with you. Uh, something something that I always do with my guests is we do a 60-second life story. So anything that you feel is valuable, it's only 60 seconds. It goes by, sometimes for some people, it goes by really fast. Other times it goes by too slow. Okay. Um, but I'm going to time you. Okay. Gather your thoughts. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you like a little flash like this when you have like 15 seconds left. Okay. Okay. And is there anything you want me to speak about in particular or whatever, whatever it's whatever it's like off the top of the dome. It's like freestyling. Okay. You know what? Give me a beat then. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. On go. Okay. Two, one, go. All right. So quick life, quick life story. Um, my name is Brittany. I am only, I was an only girl for many years. Um, grew up with all boys. So movement and, uh, you know, movement lifestyle was a part of my life. My dad was in the, um, military. He also played sports. And so he just, you know, growing up in, I grew up in Topeka, Kansas, and there wasn't a lot going on. So playing outside was like a big part of our, of my childhood. So I love moving. I um, became a fitness professional um, after wanting to kind of lose weight myself. And I really enjoy helping other people. On top of that, I really am obsessed with um, all things um, metaphysical and holistic. Ooh. Ooh, I like, I like the end of that. And you had some time to spare. Yeah. Ooh, we got a lot to dive into. I got. Okay. 
Oh, uh, nice. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, first things first, let's start uh, at the beginning like I always do. What were you like as a kid growing up in Kansas? How long were you in Kansas? Um, I was there for six years, and then I grew up in Houston. Um, okay. And then so, yeah, here. Tell me, tell me about your childhood. What were you like as a kid growing up? Um, you know, I was uh, like a kid. Like most kids, I, <laughs> I don't know, I, I guess growing up, I had a really large family, so um, I spent a lot of time with my family, and um, we danced a lot, we played a lot, I had, um, mo- the majority of my family is boys, so lots of guy, boy cousins who are around my age, I have um, girl cousins who are a little bit older. Um, so like all my guy cousins, like we're all around the same age. My brother, I grew up with, you know, two older brothers. Um, so like just playing all the time. Um, I think I was probably, I was a tomboy, (laughs) but I also like to get dressed up and, um, do my own thing. I think I was very sassy from what I hear from my family. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, uh, you know, I think I was just very creative. Uh, I, since I was the only girl in my family, I entertained myself and I just, you know, I think I was just very creative and just learned how to fill time. Yeah. I also have a lot of cousins who are around my same age and it's the best, like, especially when you get to like, especially (laughs) when your family is really close, like I'm fortunate enough to be close enough with uh, my adoptive family that we all get together and it's like, even if we haven't seen each other in a long time, like we get together and it's like family and, and it's like, you know, we just kind of pick up right where we left off. Um, you mentioned you're the only girl in your intermediate family. Yes. So like growing up, you, you mentioned that you probably grew up in a active family. Was there lots of sports involved, lots of movement, like you said? Yeah, lots of sports and movement. My, my, um, my dad, he was very active. Um, he played, um, football and he was also, um, in the military. So he was in the army. So moving movement for him was a big deal. And my mom is a former collegiate tennis player. So, uh, she was very active and she played softball as an adult. So, and my family are like sports fanatics. So I just grew up around sports and what sports did you play? Um, I played volleyball, um, fast pitch, softball, and basketball. Oh, dope. Yeah. Hooper, shoot or shoot. Yep. Always shoot your (laughs) shot. (laughs) Always shoot your shot. Shoot or shoot. So that's, you said basketball, fast pitch, softball. And volleyball. and, And volleyball. Yeah. So all three. Did you play growing in high school and stuff? So in high school, so I played um, volleyball and um, fast pitch in junior high and kind of like for a club and, you know, as I was transitioning to high school. And so I played in some in high school, but I think I took basketball more seriously. So I only mm. played basketball. I played what I was a one sport girl in Ooh. high school. Uh, me too. I, I ran track for a little bit, but my dad really wanted me to focus on basketball. Because my, my dad was very much one of those people, like, if you're going to do something, like, all your attention goes to one thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> don't mess around with, uh, don't get distracted by all, all these other things, like, focus on this one thing. How long do you live in Houston for? Uh, I lived there for eight years. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. you lived there, like, in a lot of your formative years, would you? Or yeah. timeline-wise, yep. it was... Yeah, more of my formative years. So, like, elementary. Um, like, yeah, so elementary. Tell me about tell me about Houston. Did you like it there? Like, would I you did. ever move back? Uh, you know, I don't know if I would move back um, as an adult. I think I really, truly enjoy um, the Pacific Northwest and um, the benefits of living here. So... Uh, like clean air and <laughs> the mountains, the mountains. Um, yeah. So I think I, I, I love the, I think I enjoy the weather. I do love the warmth and I love sun humidity. I don't know. I think I could like do without, but uh, you know, 
I, if I had to choose, I'm in the place where I want to be right now. Yeah. Humi- Humidity is my least favorite thing in the world. Like I can ha- like dry heat is all good for me. Like I love dry heat, humid when it's humid and like sticky. Yeah, it's not it. It's yeah. just yeah, being outside is uncomfortable, and I really enjoy nature and mm. going for walks and being outside. So, you know, when you can't do that comfortably, I just don't think that geographical location is necessarily for me. Yeah, you're in the perfect spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you move to Seattle then? Um, we moved here um, junior high when I was in, when I was in junior high. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So we're, well, like what? last year. Well, I guess here it's different. So in Texas, you um, in Texas, it's kind of like there's junior, there's elementary. So elementary stops at fifth grade. So I moved here like into fifth grade into like June sixth grade, which is still elementary here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of places is still elementary school. Some depending on the school district. Uh, where where did you move? To, what part of Seattle did you move to? Seattle proper or SeaTac. We moved okay. to SeaTac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not sure down there in Shoreline School District, which is north of Seattle, it's K through six. Okay. Like, yeah, it's K through six, and then seventh and eighth grade is middle school, and then nine, ten, eleven, twelve. But in Seattle okay. School District, randomly, it's K through five, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was at a time where I think it was still K through six. It was, or yeah, it was K through six. And yeah. So the June, the elementary I went to was K through six. And then, um, I think when I, then when I was starting, I believe sixth grade, they had changed it. So then it was like six through eight in junior high or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. It's been so long ago. (laughs) Wait, wait, hold up. Hold up. What high school did you go to and when did you graduate? Oh, see, you know what? That's what we're not like. You don't ever ask. That's like that's getting less that's, how you ask the person yeah, their age. Like, yeah, that's when exactly. you graduate, yep. like, mm. no, I went to. I don't mind. I went to um, Kent Lake and Kent Ridge. I transferred my senior year um, to Kent Ridge, and I graduated '08. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, sounds like you're used to moving around. I am. I am. I'm used to moving around. Yeah, <laughs> I'm used to the yeah. change. Yeah. You're like, Oh, that's, I'm just going to bring that into my whole lifestyle now. I, I don't think it was, I don't think I chose it. I think it was just something I had to like roll with, which luckily I was obviously able to adapt well with. So, uh, you know, yeah. I pat myself on the back for that. Yeah, I was going to say, how was that? What was that like growing? At least it, it sounds from what it sounds like you kind of stayed in one spot for a little bit it wasn't like every year y'all were moving it was more like yeah we stayed um to be honest it wasn't it really wasn't that difficult I think um I don't know it's I don't I don't I think it's easy for me to get along with people or at least you know I I love people so you know I don't it was just I, I don't know what it would be compared to anyone else because I only know what I've experienced. Right. So for me, it obviously wasn't bad. So that's dope. Uh, did you go to college at all? Um, I did not. Oh, me either. Really? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know, just well. Well, I think I I it was a part of the plan, but um. I want to hear your story after this too. It was a part of the plan and there's a train going by. So I am so, I my apologies. I'm obviously in the car. Um, <laughs> I, it was a part of the plan, but when I was in high school, I was a high school intern for the city of Seattle. So for the department of transportation. So I was an intern for two years and mm. what my graduating year, I only had two classes in person at school and, um, and that's really just so you can be enrolled. So I only had two classes in person. So I was doing running, I did running start and, um, I came on and I was working full time, uh, my senior year. And then I kind of, then my, you know, the year following graduation, I was kind of already in a accounting career. So things people don't know about me beforehand is yeah. I was in accounting before wow. fitness. Yeah. So just numbers and everything makes sense to you. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's simple. It's like, it's math, you know, it's something you, it's, it's, it's a form there. It's either a formula or it's, you know, it's, it's easy. Yeah. For me. 
True. Oh God, math is not my strong suit. Like, math, math has always been like a foreign language for me. Um, mm. So, so what did you do post high school then? Um, I was an accounting tech um, for um, SDOT. Oh wow. Yeah. How how long did you do that for? Um, I did it for a few years, um, and then I transitioned and I became a bookkeeper for um, this um, wine distribution company. So, oh, cool. uh, which, which one? Yeah. It no longer exists anymore, but it was called A&B Imports. So, um, yeah, so it was pretty cool. And then from there, I think, like, you know, I was always the youngest. <laughs> no and, doubt. And, yeah, I was always the youngest. And, I mean, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was always a lot of fun. But then I think, you know, that's when I was like, you know, I don't know if this is for me. I think this is just something I started doing. So Yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, well then transitioning into fitness, how, like what got you started? I know you said you grew up as an athlete, what, like post, post high school. For me, I stopped being active uh, for a long time. And then I was like, hold, like this has got to stop. What was it like for you post high school, take athletics out of it, et cetera? You know, it was different. Um... I think, I think post high school for like anyone graduating high school, if you don't go into athletics, athletics kind of stop. And then you start exploring different avenues of yourself and different interests, right? Because when you're in high school, it's kind of, you're on a a routine. So it's school, you know, whatever extracurricular activities you have after school, family, home, you know, your parents have quite a bit still of a say in your life. And I think I just started exploring other avenues of things I was interested in. Um, and obviously like fitness was not one of them, which a really funny story. I did not do PE in high school. Like I avoided it. (laughs) I don't know why, but I avoided it. Like the plague. I did not do PE. I was like, I'm not going to do PE. Don't know why, like now as a fitness professional, like, you know, looking back at that. Yeah, that's um, so interesting. I know, right? I avoided PE. I think it's because (laughs) I really enjoy showers and taking a shower after sweating is like (laughs) a big deal to me. Ain't nobody trying to take a shower in high school. Nobody's trying to take a shower in high school at all. And I don't, they didn't have like the curtains or the screens. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. It's yeah. Like what, like, what? It's just going to be all open? Like, can we get some privacy? Good. Yep. I was so good off of that. I was that so is good. So, funny. so. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I started exploring other things and I, um, you know, and just having the freedom, right? Having a job that like I was, you know, out of high school where I was obviously making like really good money, having a job and having the freedom to do what I wanted to do was like really awesome to me. So that's kind of, that was my lane post high school. Um, but then you start to gain weight and then you, I started feeling very, um, detached fitness is a way for me to remain grounded and Mm -hmm. to not be so stuck in my head, but to come back and be in my body and also just be grounded. Um, And I think I really felt very detached from that. And I think um, with that, you know, being an adult and learning how to navigate adulthood on your own, I um, fell into a bit of a depression and I started going back to the gym and I met some bodybuilders. The gym I went to, it was like full of like a full of bodybuilders. So full of competitors and I made friends with some of them and I decided to do a show and I did a show and fell in love with fitness from there. Wow. So you yeah. just dove on so, in. To, <laughs> you're like, yeah. Oh, yes. I jumped in. Okay. I jumped in with no training wheels. I was like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Ooh, with the whole nutrition part of it. All that oh, stuff. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Ooh. But I. But for me, I. You know, I was. Um, but for me, looking back at, I think, you know, I, I think intuitively, I was just, you know, there was something about it about doing a show to me at the time that was like, I need to do this. Mm. And now, several years later, and I can look back in retrospect, and I 
I did it because I needed to believe in myself, mm. you know, I, because I think not going to college really played a huge toll on my self-esteem and confidence as compared to my friends, you know? Um, and I think it's just like one of those things that society does. And I feel like because I didn't go, I probably perhaps felt like a failure, you know, if I'm going to be totally honest, like, feel you. well, I did, I did high school, but I didn't do college. And when you have those conversations with people and they say, well, what school did you go to? And you say, well, actually I didn't go to college. It, even though it might not, the other, the person on the other receiving in might not feel, you know, feel away. Right. To me, I felt less than worthy. And, mm. um, I think I needed to do the show to build confidence. And I, that's what made me fall in love with fitness is when you have a plan and a goal and you stick to that plan and goal and you start to see your progression and you see your success, it really truly builds confidence in you. And I think that's what I fell in love with was doing it for myself and then helping others do that. Amazing. I love that because I think physique competitors kind of get a bad rap. Understandably so, just because how strict everything is. But, you know, it's part of the it's part of the game. It's part of the sport. You know, mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta make those sacrifices for the sport, just like any other like if you play basketball or if you play baseball, softball, what like whatever. Um when did you start transitioning from phys physique competitor to kind of doing group fitness and trainings? Um, so I transitioned there. Um, I mean, I knew from doing that and just gaining that confidence, I knew accounting just wasn't for me anymore. I, I was bored with it, especially doing it from such a young age. I was just very bored with it. So, and I really loved, um, I mean, one thing I love about fitness is you can be yourself. <laughs> you don't, you know, you can totally be yourself. Like, look how we're dressed right now. Like, True. This is how I went. Like, I can, this is like the uniform yep. um, I love, but, you know, you can just be you. And I think that's what I truly enjoyed was not having to be someone at work and then be someone like, in the gym and then at home, you know, it's like, Oh, I can actually truly be me and I can meet people and have amazing conversations. And it's just like, you know, it just brought me to life. Yeah. And so I knew I wanted to do more of the things that brought me to life instead of doing the things that I felt like really like dimmed my light. So, um, that's how I started making that transition to wanting to help people. So I reached out, I helped my mom lose like a hundred pounds as I was competing. Wow. Mm -hmm. And as I was prepping and just seeing her turn on just was so, it was like, oh my gosh, like this is the feeling I had, you know, mm. like when you look good, you feel good, you know, or even if you don't look good, when you feel good in your body, you feel good in everything you do, True. you know, cause, and I, it doesn't matter what size you're at. When you have hit a really good session at the gym, you walk out of that gym. Like, man, I am fucking confident. I can do, I am limitless, you know, yes. you walk out like saying all the affirmations. Yes. And you know, that's where I was like, you know what? I want to do this. And I, I think I, I think I have, I think I can do this. And that's how I tr started transitioning into um, like group fitness and things like that. So were you like studying to be a personal trainer at the time or was it just like, Hey, this is what I've learned from all these physique bodybuilding co like competitors and then gave it to your mom. Was it a little bit of everything transitioning, doing a group certification, sir? Yeah. So, you know, actually I, I wanted to actually start a meal prep company and I talked to a friend of mine and I was like, Hey, I think I want to do a meal prep company. And he was like, you know what you should, you know, do a survey monkey and send it to all your people and see if that's even a need and to see if anyone will even pay for it. So I did that. And actually me being a trainer was what 
people wanted. So yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And they're like, actually, I just want a trainer. And you're like, like actually, cool, no, nah, I want a trainer. I'm like, what? Okay, let me sign up for this. So uh, I got my NASM certification, but through competing, I felt like I got like a crash course, like kinesiology degree. True. Because, you know, I, I, w- I got ready for two preps. So I did two preps, which are, you know, three to four months each. Mm. So, you know, and just like the detailed work and like the anatomy. So I was really able to get a crash course on yeah. anatomy and, you know, the, the, the body. That's, that's a, that's the biggest thing for me with that CPT is the anatomy. I was like, Oh my God, am, am I studying to be a doctor? Like what, what, right. am, I, what am I looking at here? Uh, it was like, it was a lot for me. Um, like I'm not super studious. I'm not a super studious person, but uh, what's funny though is I actually had a meal prep company. Me, me, and one of my what? old partners. Yeah, we did. We did a meal prep that's, company back in the that's day. That's hilarious. Yeah. So it's funny you mentioned that. I was like, oh wow, bringing up old feelings here. Um, right. So that's dope. What What were some of the first places that you started working at? So um, I. I started kind of with my, my immediate circle. So the people I had, so they started training with me and I went to a church in Renton and the church hired me to come in and teach classes. So I taught two classes a week and then I started running my own training business out of that church. That's so cool. Yeah. While I also, um, worked front desk at Denali Fitness. Um, so I worked front desk there and Trisha Murphy, um, she, Madden Murphy, like the queen of fitness in Seattle. Uh, <laughs> she was our um, group fitness director and her classes were super popular. And I told her I was a trainer and I was, I started teaching small group training at Denali she was like group fit group X queen. She asked me to sub one of her classes and I was shitting bricks because she is not, you know, like when you're in, like, you just, re- you people respect and love who they love. And True. when you bring a sub in, you have to bring a sub in, you know, at being in fitness, you can't just put anybody in your slot. True. And I was so afraid because she had never seen me, you know, in action before, but she trusted me and I did a good job. And she was like, we need to put you on the schedule. Yes. And through Denali, I was able to um, acquire my Schwinn certification and bar certifications. And while I was also working there, um, then I became a trainer. So I was training. I taught cycling, taught spin, taught bar. I also studied to get my um, Institute of Integrative Nutrition um, health coaching certification. Damn. Yeah. Fuck college. What? Fuck college. <laughs> I've already done it. I yeah. got my master's degree in this yeah. shit. <laughs> like what? Uh, first of all, lay out all the things you're trained in because I was reading over your profile. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I have quite a few certs. So I, so my personal training cert, so NASM, um, BAR, Schwinn, uh, TRX, uh, Strong First. I have my kettlebell and my barbell and my functional movement systems. And I'm also a holistic health coach. Damn, that is dope. Thank you. Do you, uh, uh, yeah, Major shout out to you. Do you, do you have a favorite modality that you teach? I don't, I just really enjoy, I love them all. I really, there's, there's certain things about them all that I love and I love having the variety, you know, I really love the variety because I think the people who come in and who are attracted to certain modalities, it's really fun. Like all those people, it's fun to connect with all those folks. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, at my studio that I work out, other than Barry's, we do like a Pilates bar fusion class. We do cycle. We do strength and conditioning. So a little bit of everything too. And there's, like you said, there's certain aspects of all of it that I really like. 
Uh, and then sometimes depending on the seasons, like, Ooh, I really like this class a lot. And then, you know, it like shifts and ebbs and flows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I totally feel you. It's, uh, it's definitely a testament to your work ethic that you got all those certs. <laughs> like, thank no, you. No joke. No joke. Um, going now. So you've built this great, support system great almost like i want to call it a brand i don't know if you would call it a brand but i would call it a brand um if that makes sense but going into this starting out doing physique work going into like running sessions out of a church all of a sudden you know getting all your certs now you have this brand what was how has your mindset shifted in fitness, if at all, as far as like your philosophy and your you know opinions as you've gone through this full on, like full all the stages of fitness? Yeah. So you know, I think uh, I think my philosophy has shifted to um, <clears throat> you know from the beginning from you know it doesn't matter what you look like. It matters what you feel like. Mm. And, you know, if you want to, you, cause we get people who come to us, you know, as a trainer, you get people who come to you, um, for like to lose weight or for like a quick 15, you know, but it's a quick 15. It's not a lifestyle. So I think I've shifted from it being like a physique from looking a certain way to it being a lifestyle and feeling good, you know? So, and like you were saying earlier, like with different modality training modalities, it depends on what season you're in, you know, it depends on where you are in your life because you might not want to go to the gym for two, three hours or do all this cardio, and you might not want to lift weights. You might just want to be in a season of like stretching and grounding. So, um, for me, it's just about feeling good, Mm. you know, and I want people to feel good. And that's where my brand's philosophy now is. So in everything we do, um, the intention is if we're going to do this, we're doing this with the intention to help people feel good. It doesn't matter what it is. We're going to help people feel good, you know, and, um, that is something that my, that my mental, how my mentality has really truly shifted into honoring the person and to also, um, look outside of just fitness. So look outside of just the physique, but being in the industry for like for seven years now, we are underpaid therapists. <laughs> no lie. And, you know, and people are really attracted, you know, like people who are really going through things are really, really attracted to the high, you know, like the high fun energy. And I think, one thing that is not really spoken about is how draining that is, Mm. you know, how draining it is to constantly have to pour, you know, mentally and physically and like lift somebody up out of their, you know, because we are, we love people and we do this, we do this because the, uh, because doing it is the reward. You know, I truly genuinely believe if you've been in fitness because we are underpaid therapists and we don't have health benefits and we don't have a lot of things that a normal job, a normal benefit set up, average job has. Um, so we love what we do, you know, we love to help people. And, um, you know, so now I think as I start to understand that and I start to understand my boundaries and, you know, my energy, I'm once I like, I'm wanting to shift more into like the emotional healing realm of fitness, um, and making, combining it all together because it all goes together and helping empower people with those tools. So they know where they're at instead Mm -hmm. of it kind of just being dumped on others. But it's like, you know what? No, like you're coming here to feel good and I'm going to have you feel fucking good. We're going to empower the hell out of you. We're going to start with the inside and the outside. So are you ready? Buckle up. Let's go. So that's where my brand is beginning to evolve into. That's so dope. I think it all starts with the feeling, you know, cause Mm -hmm. like it's like putting the, the, the cart out in front of the horse. Like you got, listen, like you got to feel good before anything starts to happen because that's how, like discipline and you get the ball rolling. He's like, okay, let's, let's like, let's feel, you might not see the results 
in a week, but guess what? You could feel good in a week. You feel good after your workout. Exactly. You could, <laughs> you could feel good after three days mm-hmm. and that's what's going to get the ball rolling. Um, so I, I absolutely love that. Uh, wow. We've already talked about a lot here. Um, what, let's just, let's just go into, I, I have these quick hitters on my podcast Oh, okay. And, and they're different levels. Level one's like really easy, like one word answers. Okay. Okay. So okay. it's, it's not anything. Too <laughs> these aren't the show notes that I was saying. I yeah, these yeah. hitters. No, so. no, 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 no. So th- that's the point. That's the point. So this is on the spot. Okay. Yep. Uh, again, really like trivial, stupid questions. Uh, <laughs> are you a pizza or it. taco person? Mm. taco Ooh, all right do you have a favorite taco spot that we should all think about going to no but my mom makes fire tacos dang see i need to try some texas tacos because i'm sure it's a different world out there for tacos well my mom is my mom is hispanic so you know she whips it up (laughs) oh my goodness wow Hold up. So your mom's Hispanic? Yeah. Uh, what, what is your background? Um, I am half black, half Mexican. Wow. How did, how did we not dive into this earlier? I don't uh, know. I don't know. I don't no, know what's going that's, on. These aren't in the show notes. Yeah, that's, 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 that's on me. That's on me. You but, are getting an exclusive right now. Okay? I know, but this is... <laughs> This is this is the beauty about this is that everything happens kind of off the cuff because it's like hold up, um, wow that's amazing. What what was it like growing up in Texas? Um, awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, moving here was a culture shock. I was gonna was say great. that was that was my next question is like what was it like moving here? There's like. As diverse as Seattle is, there's not a lot of black people in Seattle. There is. They're just in certain areas. Yeah. You know, like they're in certain areas. Um, you know, it was it was different because the school I went to in Texas, and I mean, I'm, I have a large family in Texas as well. Yeah. So it was it was a culture shock. It was a culture shock. It was just a shock because one, I didn't have my huge family support, and secondly, it was like a culture shock. But yeah. you know, like anything, like anything as a kid, and when you you know you you ebb and flow and you adapt, and yeah, so. It was damn. culture shock, and then it that's, wasn't. That's, <laughs> damn, that's crazy. Um, are you a dog or a cat person? Or neither? Dog, for sure. Do you have dogs? I do not, but I grew up. I've always grown up with dogs. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Are you a texter or a caller? Caller. Wow. See, that's so interesting <laughs> because... <laughs> Because most people would think that most people are texters, but we have a lot of people who like to call. Yeah. What are you, are you interviewing fitness professionals? Mainly. Okay. I have a theory on this. Okay. Ooh, are, you ready? this. are you ready to hear my philosophy? Like, yeah. I, so when, like, when we are one-on-one with clients, we are one-on-one. Like you get my undivided attention. When we True. are in a class with people, we are one-on-one. You have my undivided attention. And even after the sessions or after the classes, there's still like an hour, you know, 30 minutes to an hour where we're still in get highly engaged. And by the time I'm done with this, I do not want to be on my phone texting. I need to get home. I need to take a shower. I need to eat. I need to get my own workout in. I need to program. I need to figure out what I'm doing next. So like the last thing I want to do is like be texting all day. Just call me so we can get this out of the way because I don't want to waste. I don't want to waste my day texting back and forth. Yeah. Love that. Love that. That's a good theory, honestly. Right? Like, I'm like, (laughs) I gotta stop texting people. Just, you know, just call me. (laughs) Give me a call. Leave me a voice message or send me a voice note. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, Are you a beach or nature person, like mountains and forests? Mm, Both. Depends on the season. I was gonna say, because it sounds like you like being outdoors. Yeah. It depends on the season. If you had but I love choose. the beach. If you I love. Ooh, if you had to choose. It's tough. I love the beach. I love the beach. I'll say so. I'll say the beach. 
but it's a tough one. That's a very, it's very tough. Yes. That, one, that one's got an asterisk next to it. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather explore the depths of the ocean or the infinite that is space? the ocean any reason why actually no space <laughs> <laughs> like no space You're like hold up <laughs> nah i want to do the depths of space yeah it's a crazy world out there it's a crazy universe out there i don't know what is out there but it would be really cool to, to fucking see what's out there that's for sure yeah to learn something like to bring something new yeah, yeah. i'd want to do space yeah for sure. Even though I heard like we've only we we've only explored like a small percent of the ocean anyway. Um, but yeah, space would be dope. Yeah. Ooh, you should watch the Lonely Whale. It's a documentary. It's really really good. Done yeah. writing it down it's right now. Really good. And anyone listening, mm-hmm. inside tip. Lonely. Is it on Netflix? Um, I don't believe so. Yeah. Um. We'll, I forgot what I watched it on. Yeah, I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, level two. This is like a little longer than one word answer. Okay. A little more thinking involved, but still pretty trivial. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, if, you had, if you had any superhuman talent or ability, what would it be? Like a superhero ability. Oh, that's tough. Fly. Always a good one. Yeah, fly. I definitely want to fly. You know, like sitting in traffic is not it. <laughs> yeah, the fe- plus just like the feeling of flying because I'll, I'll give you one for me to to your point about like traffic and stuff. Teleportation. If I could teleport, it would just be because then you know if I want to fly to L.A., I still have to fly to L.A. You know what I mean? But if I right. could just snap my fingers and be in LA. It's like, oh, oh shit, I forgot my keys. Hold up, let me go back to Seattle real quick. So for me, okay. it, for me, it's teleportation. Okay, so I take mine back. That's it. I, yes. I take that. <laughs> <laughs> I take mine back. That one is it. <laughs> Damn, I gotta be in Seattle in two minutes. Hold up. <laughs> right, like it's, you don't ever have to worry about not being on time. I'm, yep. th- I'm here already, I'm here. Yep, yep. Although what's funny is, do you ever notice this? The closer you are to something, the later you usually are. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I got, I got heck of time right now. <laughs> and then all of a sudden time sneaks up on you. And you're like, oh shit, I gotta go. Well, it's like, for me, it's like the time management, like the unrealistic time management. Like, oh, I have like an hour and a half. Let me cook. <laughs> Let me do my meal prep for the week. <laughs> In this hour and a half. <laughs> oh my god, feel you. Uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite meal? Speaking of food, mm. your mom's tacos. No, um, you know I really. I mean, I love Mex. I love Mexican food. Um, I love Italian food. Um, yeah, my favorite restaurant in Seattle has got to be hands down. Um, uh oh my goodness i'll come back to that i'm trying to think of the name i was just there a few weeks ago i'm like i'll come back to you it's an italian restaurant it's in east lake it is absolutely amazing it's but it's italian food dope yeah Uh, do you have any hidden talents that not a lot of people know about i do i played i played the drum so i was a percussionist for 10 years and I play around on like a little DJ set. What? Yeah. Like you got those like pads Mm -hmm. and you be dropping beats. I sure do. I got these. I got lessons too. I got DJ one-on-one lessons as well. Mm -hmm. No. Damn. Put producer on your. (laughs) You know what? It's a, it's a, you know what? It's just official. I just need that official stamp right now. (laughs) (laughs) All you need is one beat. That's it. Uh, do you have any current podcast or show obsessions that you're binging or listening to right now? Mm, really, I I mean, I like a lot of different things. I'm not really into, um, I was it not right now. 
I'm more reading books. So I've been mm. really reading. So my downtime, okay. I've just been kind of reading. Um, fiction, and, nonfiction, both? Uh, nonfiction. Hmm. Yeah. What book are you reading right now? Right now, I'm reading um, Why We Sleep. So hmm. yeah, I'm just, uh, I just fall into these rabbit holes of like research. I do endless research for no reason. I you just, sa- yeah, you sound like a sponge. Yeah, I just really enjoy knowing things. So yeah. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Um, okay, this one's a little tough. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of musical artists? How many, how many do I have? Four. So Mount Rushmore's four people. So here's the thing. You could choose like who you think's the most influential, <laughs> who you listen to the most. It's a judgment-free zone. So, so it, can be, it can be totally up to you. Can I say like, <laughs> I'm like trying to get like, I'm trying to like, you know, like you give an inch, I'm going to take a mile. Can I say, <laughs> can I say a group or like? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. So India Ari, one period. Um, she's the queen of like soul, full music for like me. And yeah. Um, anybody from Young Money, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I can get them all in here. <laughs> <laughs> next, so next to Indiari is anyone from Young Money. <laughs> oh my God, too good. Um, Prince. Ooh, I love Prince. Um, Jesus, this one is really hard. You're uh, doing pretty good, honestly. Well, because I love all, you know, I, yeah. I don't think there's a genre that I just don't like. Um, but I think where I take inspiration, like who can really like hype me up, um, Selena, not <sighs> Selena Gomez, Selena, the OG one, Selena. Yeah, one name. Yeah, Selena. And, um... There's like a funk band. They're called it's called Frank Moody. I love them. They have a really dope song called Dopamine, which is just like my anthem. So I'll say that. There you go. Dope list. Dopamine. I was just doing some research about dopamine. Crazy. Oh, were you? Yeah. Mm, not, I have a book for enough. you. I'll no. send it to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> how how can I get more dopamine? How do I how do I how do I get that? Um amazing, amazing. All right. Uh, what's your favorite way to work out? I love this question for you because you have so many modalities that you do. Um, I mean, I love strength training and yeah, I love strength. I love strength training. Yeah. You're like, just give me some heavy shit to lift. Yeah. But I also really enjoy just walking too. So I love strength training or walking. Yeah. And car, I mean, cycling, like that's my shit. What? A loud, a, a dark room and some loud, Fire music. Yeah. Yes, yes please. Like that yes. also. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite workout spot? Um, right now has, I don't cause it depends. It also depends on my mood. True. Um, yeah, it depends on my, the season I'm in, but I mean, obviously I love athletic form. Like, you know, I'll, I'll I will plug the hell out of them. I'm not even going to yep. front that it is a vibe, you know, walking in there and like hearing Nipsey hustle. You're like, let's go. Yeah. I yes. got, I got to check their new spot out. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm, I'm outside right now about to walk. Oh shit. You're like, I'm waiting to do my cardio. Moses, get me off this damn show. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I have time. <laughs> All right. We're, we're getting close. We're getting close. Level three. Ready? I'm ready. What advice would you give to your younger self? Oh man, so much, so much. The, the biggest thing I would probably say is get in therapy. Like mm. sooner you can get in therapy, the better, you know, and to love yourself and to not change for anyone and um, learn your boundaries. So you, and like be confident in that. So when, something is against that, against your values and your morals and your boundaries, you'll be strong enough to walk away. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Love that. Love that. Uh, what are some short-term goals? Like maybe in the next half year or so, maybe a year out and then long-term goals, like five plus years, maybe. So some short-term goals, um, 
I mean, I'm working on a bunch of little, little projects that are pretty awesome. Can't wait. Um, so, you know, getting some more things online. Um, cause I really want to move, um, like my business online and to also be able to serve the community in a greater way. So, uh, short-term goal is to serve the community right away and not be such a gatekeeper of information and to be able to offer information. Long-term goals is really the same. Um, but you know, in a way where like it can pay the bills and, uh, you know, and I can make a lifestyle out of that and also help others, um, and get into, um, leadership and fitness. Mm, Love that. Like, yeah, we're trying to live abundantly out here. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I think one thing the pandemic taught me was, I don't know if it taught you this, but, you know, <clears throat> if we don't work, we don't get paid. Yep. And, um, like, that hit me, like, that came crashing in my face immediately. Yep. And then, you know, you're just like, hustle, 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 hustle. And, you know, when you go to school and you go to, when you have a real nine to five job, you typically start entry level and then you figure out where you want to go and then you move on from there. But your job provides you with skills and trainings to help you evolve True. in this industry. You have to go and seek those while also working your ass off, trying to pay your bills yep. and, you know, continuing your education. So getting into leadership to help um, other fitness professionals find where they need to go. And also we can become so obsessed with learning where we forget about being a human and we forget about that confidence piece and how to connect with people. Mm. So also helping um, trainers balance the skill there. So true. I was going to mention that when um, you were talking earlier about like the hustle, like, it was like, listen, we, we don't get paid unless we teach. Unless we're, unless we're there, <laughs> yep. we're, I'm sorry, like, I don't, I'm not it's, making money. It's hard to take vacation and stuff like that. You it know is. what I mean? I mean it's, like, it's hard to be sick. Yeah. It's like, like which is something so simple. It's hard to be sick. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for, for real. You know what? I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was, if you could start a charity or I don't know if you have anything like that or a foundation or something like that, what, what would it be and what would you do with it? I would do a few things. Um, so I do want to start a charity and, um, I'm kind of teaming up right now with, um, with some, with another, uh, company here in Seattle and we're going to start sponsoring, um, some kids. So I'm getting in, in, in memorial of my late friend, Erwin, I'm getting bands dedicated just for him and 5% of the band sales is going to go into this, into our charity nonprofit to help others. Um, but you know, I think, I think that will evolve, but I do definitely want to help people. Um, I believe in, you know, I think I'm aligned with Fit Bar Cafe where they're, um, people over profits and I do charity work all the time. You know, I serve the community at least twice a week where I hand out food, um, or I'll do warmth drives and I'll take it myself. Amazing. That's Mm -hmm. freaking cool. I uh, can't wait to see all that go down. Uh, Thank let us, you. you know, let, let me know any way I can help. I will. I mean, I actually, I will need some help. So I will be hitting you up. For sure. Thank you for, for sure. that. I'm yeah, going to take yeah. you up on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Please do. Please do. Um, what's one thing you would change in the fitness industry? I know one thing might be hard, but one thing. To diversify. Um, yep. Education. Yeah, to diversify the edu- from an educator standpoint, to mm. have a more diverse team. Yeah, like in mm-hmm. those leadership roles. Absolutely, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, what's your why? Like, why do you wake up in the morning, get out of bed, do what you do? Um, spread love, like spread love and vibes, you know, like to help people. Mm. Yeah. That's a good why. I mean, that, that'll pull you right out of bed. Yeah. Like to love on people, spread vibes. You know, I mean, I have a, my, my personal why, you know, my company has a why, but my why is to spread love vibes and yeah. love, you know? Yeah. What's your, what's your company? Why? Uh, my company's why is to um, help people feel, feel good in a shame-free zone. Yep. We talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Dope. Dope. Uh, last thing. 
who would you like to hear on the off the waitlist podcast? And you got to help me get them. Cause mm. like, cause like about four people mentioned you. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. Who Epis- mentioned me? So I, who ep- mentioned me? Episode one, episode one, Colleen freeze was like, yo, you got to get, you got to get Brittany on here. And oh, then, I love Colleen. She and then, so yep, amazing. I just had Ashley Davies on here. And he's like, yo, you got to get her. Yeah. Ashley Davies is pretty. Oh, I love her. Yes, look at and, us. Yeah, queens. Yep, yep, queens. Queens yep. fix other queens' crowns. I yep, love this. That's what it is. That's what it is. You know, I will say um, I just co-taught with her at Athleta. Adeze. Uh, you know what? And I have another person for you. I would love for you to get Andrew um, Saldana, get mm. Fitbar, um, Fitbar Cafe owner. Um and then Amy from Mad Ritual, you know, I have a lot of people. Ooh, um, yeah. yeah, I'm kind of, I'm right now, I'm in the process of like just connecting with some dope ass people. And we just like have a co-op of like it fitness professionals in the, you know, in leadership. Yep. And we're just like supporting one another and, you know, like anybody, you know, really anybody. Cause I think everybody has a story and the more we can become community, the better. Love that. Love that. Sweet. You're going to have to send me their Instagrams and stuff so I can follow them and then like slide into their DMs and be like, Hey, right. um, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to, you're going to slide in. You better, you better make sure they're following you back or you're going to slide into the message request. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm a professional slider. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, what's funny. This guy, like, like totally off topic, but <laughs> it was hilarious. Speaking of sliding in DMs, this guy was like trying to slide in my DMs and he sent a gif and it was him like on a basketball court and he was like sliding. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> no shame. Just like, yep. No, no shame. I was like, I don't ever respond to these, but that one was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. Closing. We are there. A. First of all, thank you so much for doing this, taking the time out. I know you got a super busy schedule, but let the people know where they can find you, how they can connect with you, where they can sweat with you, all that good stuff. All the things. And it's so, not it's not self-promotion because I'm forcing you to do it. Right. I appreciate that. Um, you can find me on Instagram at curvycurl, C-U-R-V-Y-C-U-R-L. You can also find me on YouTube. You can sweat with me on YouTube. Um, I'm hitting YouTube at the beginning of the year with so much more content. So we are filming right now and getting a shit ton of com- content up for free because we are not gatekeepers. We believe in sharing fitness. It is a resource. It is a tool that's going to help you feel better in all aspects of your life. So on YouTube at Curvy Curl. You can also sweat with me at Cycle Bar. And um, which location? Know, South Lake Union. All right, I'm coming someday. I, you better see you. If I don't see you, I'm going to have to, re- I'm going to report your page. I I'm going to report this podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, get this guy out. <laughs> get him out of here. I'm going to have to report all your pages. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh my God. This was so amazing. Um, thank you so much for talking to a stranger for an hour. Uh, <laughs> we're not strangers. Uh, we're family. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I'm definitely going to come check out a class. I got like, so many people to check out now, but that's why I love doing this. Honestly, like this was born just out of like wanting to talk to people and get to know people. And I was just like, well, I might as well record it just so we have it forever. And I now, love that. yeah, and now we have it forever. And so, uh, really appreciate you just taking the time out of your busy schedule. Right. I feel like I need to start one where I can like record you so I can get to know you. I feel like you got to know me, but now I, I really want to know you. So, yo, I mean, I'm always looking for a co host. So, you know. Okay. Well, let me come in and co host and yeah. I'll interview you. I we'll think do that it. will be lit. We'll do okay. it because I, I think, I think, uh, like, I'm not, I was, I was never really super into podcasts, but I think there's a lot of space for it where, especially if, you know, because, I, it's hard for me to do it alone. Not hard. Hard's not the right word, but it's a lot uh, on your plate. It's yeah. It's pretty easy to like edit and stuff like that. Just cause it's like just a one-on-one conversation and like the production value obviously is not high. Right. Um, but like, it's always more fun. I'm talking like doing a solo pod where I'm just talking with by myself. 
Uh, You know what I mean? So it's always more fun. And I want to do more like current event, like just like where I'm, where we're able to record like a podcast, just about just talking about shit. Right. So, you know, stuff in the works. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'll come on. So let's tell the people right now, your interview (laughs) is coming very soon. Get to know the, get to know the host. (laughs) Very soon. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God. Thank you so much. Go get your, go get your cardio on. Thank you. Thank you so much for this. I'm so very grateful and for this moment and um, here's to uh, new friendships. Yep. Appreciate you. Of course. All right. Have a great one. You too. Bye. Bye.